There were two more murders 15 miles when away. We arrived, we found the telephone. A cup of murder. Excessive drinking can get you into a lot of trouble. Your inhibitions are low and you do things you normally wouldn't. On September 28, 1979, two New Orleans men, after a night of drinking, made the inebriated decision to brutally take the life of an innocent 23-year-old babysitter. So, if you like your coffee hot to put your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Robert Wayne Sawyer, 28, and his friend Charles Lane spent their night drinking at his girlfriend's mother's home in Greta, Louisiana, on September 28, 1979. Also in the home was his girlfriend's sister-in-law and babysitter of her two young children, 23-year-old Frances Arwood. By the time Cynthia Shano came home at 12.30 p.m., Robert and Charles were already extremely drunk and fighting with Frances. As the fight escalated, Robert began pushing Frances, which soon escalated to hitting her. At some point, both men were taking turns hitting the young girl, closed fist in the face and chest. When Frances tried to get up and remove herself from the situation, Robert kicked her square in the chest and told her to go wash herself up. Cynthia went to go check on the kids, but upon hearing a noise, came back into the living room. What she saw was Robert dragging young Frances across the floor into the bathroom by her hair. She tried to fight the men, but they continued to brutalize her. When she refused to get into the tub, Robert simply kicked her until she fell backwards into it, hitting her head on the wall. Charles began undressing her, and at this point, the room was closed with just he and Frances inside. While Charles did God knows what with her in the bathroom, Robert went to the stove and began boiling a pot of water. When he returned, he poured detergent over her head and then doused her with the boiling water. When she tried to duck out of the way, he would punch her back into submission. They then pulled her from the tub, hitting her head in the process and knocking her unconscious, and dropped her face down onto the living room floor. Charles began kicking her while Robert walked on her back, beat her with a leather strap, and then carried her to the sofa bed. All the while, Cynthia screamed for them to stop. She rushed to the bathroom, feeling nauseous over what she had just witnessed, and heard her boyfriend say to his friend, I'll show you how cruel I can be. When she came back out, she saw smoke coming from Frances's face, her legs spread open, and Charles laughing, stating that his penis was burned while trying to rape her. That's right, the men had set her body on fire and began sexually abusing her in the process. With their work done, the men hung out in the room with Frances's body, listening to records and even falling asleep next to her. Sometime later, Cynthia's sister and nephew came knocking on the door looking to visit with her. They waited for them to leave, but the young boy knocked insistently. So Robert gave her the key to open the door and Cynthia, seeing the opportunity, ran out screaming. Her sister couldn't understand what she was saying, but one look inside of the home showed her the horrible things that had just transpired. The police were called, the men were arrested, and Frances was rushed to the hospital, miraculously still alive after the ordeal, but in a coma. Unfortunately, having suffered from third-degree burns all over her body, lacerations on her chin, swelling to her face and neck, 
and significant brain damage, Frances Arwood died two months after entering the hospital on September 21, 1979. Robert Sawyer and Charles Lane were indicted for first-degree murder by the Jefferson Parish Grand Jury. Charles went to trial first and was sentenced to life imprisonment, while Robert, because he had a previous conviction for involuntary manslaughter, was convicted and sentenced to death. In an effort to avoid the death penalty, Robert petitioned the parole board that he was suffering from organic brain damage and was mentally unfit. The pardon board heard evidence from his lawyers that lasting childhood abuse left him brain damaged with an IQ of only 68. They rejected their plea. And two days later, on May 5th, 1993, Robert Sawyer became the first inmate put to death by lethal injection in Louisiana. He was just 42 years old. His last statement was as follows. I would like to tell young kids who might read this that drinking and hanging out with the wrong people will get you where I'm sitting right here. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to what terrible thing happened on September 29th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.